0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches with your amex card entertainment
1: benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can events while supplies last make every
2: tap music to your ears What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, presented by FanDuel, your new favorite college football podcast. But I'm here to talk NFL because it is playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. Trust me, I would know. I've been handing out losing bets all year long on FanDuel, and what I've learned is, look, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? They have a ton of great offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you do win, you get paid fast. And the best part is you can really play however you want to play. And I, and I mean that quite literally. If you love futures, those are there for you. If you love to parlay multiple games, that's there for you. If you like same-game parlays because you just want to watch one primetime game with a lot of action, a lot of juice, uh, spread, money line, over, unders, totals, player props, everything live betting, you get to the game late, and you wanna, it's all there for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So, Try out the same game parlay plus while you're there and download FanDuel now which is now live in Ohio. That's right. If you are signing up for the first time, use the promo code SNAPS for great deals and what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. <laughs> Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, hope you enjoyed yesterday's breakdown of TCU and Michigan, where I had to um, enlighten Aaron Murray about the cultural and philosophical revolution that has taken place with Big Blue and why that's going to lead to a dominant Michigan win. Today, I will attempt to do the same as we break down the second leg of the college football playoff, The Big Boy. Probably the sexiest 1-4 matchup uh, Mm -hmm. we've ever seen with the UGA Bulldogs and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, This is Snaps, new favorite college football podcast here on the Volume Sports Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Um, I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Hebert, joined as always by the beautiful, hardworking, calling multiple games over the Christmas break, our guy Aaron Murray. Uh, Aaron, what's up, man? How you doing?
1: Just getting ready uh, day by day for this 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 weekend, man. I think I think overall, um, this has been you talk about sexiest matchup one Georgia versus four Ohio State. I think this overall year has been really good for college football. We haven't really had, and, and I think you think that there's two elite teams, and I think that you could maybe make the case that Georgia and Michigan will probably face each other national championship, and those guys will be, you know, they are the best two teams in the country, and there's no one close. I, I disagree with that. I do think there's a lot of really good football teams this year. Maybe it's not as as quote unquote elite of a season as we're used to seeing, but I think this one through four matchup is as as fair as we've ever seen. And I think that there is a legitimate case. I made it yesterday that, you know, TCU can beat Michigan. I still think that they will win that football game. And I think there's a lot of people. And I thought for for the majority of the season, I honestly thought Ohio State was the best team in America because there was a belief that their defense had improved from last year, that, that CJ Stroud, Uh, was was a Heisman-type quarterback, a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. You got Marvin Harrison Jr. You know, Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to get back healthy, and he's going to play in the football games. Like, all those factors are like, man, this is the best team possibly in America. And they kind of backdoor their way into the playoffs. They're number four. But I think right now, a lot of people feel good that we could possibly see two upsets this weekend. And that's why you have a playoff format. And that's why there was this big push to go from four to, to 12 because the, the thought of you know creating more equality across college football to, to giving teams from different conferences opportunity to play in the playoffs and, and who knows what could happen in a one-game season. So I'm loving this season. Uh, I'm loving – I've loved the entire year. I think it's been a fascinating season to, to watch and and to cover here on Snaps. I think this is going to be a really fun weekend to watch when it comes to these two playoff games, and um, we'll see what happens. But just looking forward to it.
2: So, I mean, look, I, I think you created the – I think you I, I look I think you created the expanded playoff less to because all teams are equal but more because you needed to manufacture some good games because traditionally in college football you do have a couple of teams that tend to separate from the pack and I think that's what you're seeing again here. Here's my deal with uh Ohio State. Fool me once, Aaron, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice, shame on me. Uh fool me three times and I wish I had read the rest of the J. Cole lyric that I was trying to quote because I cannot remember it. But the point is, you're not going to fool me a third time, Aaron Murray. Okay, you got That's me T-bob. two years ago at Ohio State. You got okay, or you got me last year Ohio State. You got me again this year Ohio State. And even though Michigan just kicked the crap out of this team a couple of weeks ago, they done fooled you again, Aaron. They done fooled you. It's just like Texas. When you kept going back to first old first off, who RPG said in, I thought he, who said I thought oh, I was going to win this game? I'm just saying they don't have a no. Jordan's going to cover. It's not even going to be a good game. Well, I agree
1: with that. I said okay in the show. I said okay. Him, so say I'm so just say saying say there's a lot chest. of people that believe. I will say it with my chest. I didn't say I believe. I said there's a lot of people out there that believe that this year's. But all I'm saying is a bigger picture, T. Bob. I have not got don't. I have not had the opportunity to really dive in with my, my thought of this game. I'm just going big picture here, that this is a really sexy playoff. You said it too. This is a really sexy yeah, matchup. And a lot of people are excited. And there's a lot of people that think that you could possibly see two upsets. I literally said it on yesterday's show that if I had to pick one of these two games where the, the favorite was going to cover, it was going to be Georgia covering. And I even set you a bet two days ago with That's some true. money saying Georgia's going to cover this game. So I did put my money where my mouth is. I already put money on Georgia. To cover the six and a half points. Well, the other bet you made
2: didn't go too well. Maybe you should have watched yeah. a little more film. Okay. We, we don't uh, talk about that one. It you a little bit. <laughs> um, no, okay. Look, I, I guess my overall point is me personally, yes, while it is very sexy and I'm really excited to talk about some of the numbers in this matchup, um, I'm not giving any benefit of the doubt to Ohio State here uh, because every time they've been on this stage recently, we have seen what happened. And you thought they got out toughed by Michigan? who is um, objectively less talented than Ohio state is well, what happens to a Georgia when you have Georgia who is as tough as Michigan and as talented as Ohio state, I think it spells disaster for the Buckeyes. This is pretty yep. awesome though, Aaron, if you look since 2017, no FBS team in the country has scored more points or touchdowns than have the Ohio state Buckeyes over that same span no FBS team in the country has allowed fewer points or touchdowns than the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, that is the ultimate unstoppable force and movable object. Aaron, who do you think wins that specific matchup between the two teams?
1: I mean, this is uh, there's a lot of Georgia fans, and, and I had the same belief when, when the matchup was said of, like, why this isn't fair. Like, why isn't Georgia facing TCU? Like, the thought is, you know, TCU is the easier matchup between the two and and that's not that, obviously that's not how, that's not how it works. You know, at the end of the day, TCU deserved to be three. I don't think that 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 any people can really disagree with that. You may want to face TCU over Ohio State. You may you may think that's a better matchup for Georgia. And I would agree with you that that possibly is a better matchup. But that's not that's not the way it is. TCU had a great year. They made it to the conference championship game. They lost in overtime to Kansas State. They deserve to be three. Ohio State sat at home. They just got you know essentially punished uh, the the week before versus Michigan. You know they should be lucky to to be in it. A lot of things had to happen right for Ohio State to get in there. You know, obviously Tennessee had to lose to South Carolina. Clemson, I still think if Clemson would have beat South Carolina, won the ACC, Clemson probably would have been there as a one loss ACC champion. Yeah. Um. So they needed a lot of that just to be able to get that number four spot. So this is this is the way it should be. Um. And it just it sucks because because of what they do. You said the points, the type of offense they run. And you look at what has given Georgia issues this entire season. And even last year, And there's not a lot like uh, this is, this is really nitpicking. Like this is really getting into the weeds here. But when Georgia has had some difficulties on defense, it's been against those offenses that that can throw the football. It's the offenses that have a quarterback that can push the ball vertically down the field. Where you get some one on ones, Georgia loves to trust their corners, and I would too. From you know Lassiter to Keeley, and you know they got some great safeties on the back end when when they do play a little bit more coverage. But you know there's going to be plenty of one on one opportunities for, for for Ohio State to take some chances. Last year versus versus, versus Alabama. They took advantage of those SEC championship game and ended up winning. I think the moment was a little bit too big for Georgia. I think they were kind of a little bit too out of place at times. They made some corrections, ended up winning the national championship game, but still Alabama had some success throwing the football before their top receiver went out. This year versus Tennessee, they played great, played tremendous. There were opportunities that and Hooker missed down the field that may have made that game a little bit different. Georgia probably still would have won, but would have been a little bit different. An inside fade to Hyatt, a go ball on the outside. Plays that he made all year, he didn't make in that big time game. LSU backup quarterback comes in and even Jaden uh, and, and Kayshawn had a great game as well. Made plays down the field, not saying that's all you can do and all you have to do in order to win the game versus George. Obviously, you know, for Ohio state, they got to figure out a way to slow down this offense. They got to figure out a way to be more physical at the line of scrimmage their defensive backs have to be better. Cause I, I, you know, AD's back. McConkie's playing well, Bowers, Washington, all that is going great for George. I think George is going to score points, but I think Ohio State has the personnel between CJ and 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 Marvin Smith or, or Marvin Harrison Jr. And and, and and Jigba to to really challenge the defensive backs to maybe win some of those 50-50 balls down the field. And then you're not both know this. The game is all about momentum. Can Ohio State create enough momentum type plays to get the energy on their sideline to keep this thing close at the end of the day? So yes. That is what worries me a little bit. If you can get four, or five explosive forty-yard, fifty-yard plays, could they keep this a ball game? And and then you know, at the end of the day, an elite team like that in the fourth quarter—it's a coin toss at that point.
2: Yeah. So i, I i've heard I've heard a few people bring up the the LSU game as kind of like, okay, can you have some? Because you know, LSU ends up throwing for a lot of yards; they put up thirty points. But to me, that's a bit of a um it's a bit of a, a a red herring, false flag. I don't know. False flag yeah. feels a little like I'm going to get whatever. The point is that feels like uh, not fully representative of what. This no, it, is it It actually is, it. is because it's it's it's,
1: it's, sim- it's similar to JJ McCarthy and his game versus Ohio State. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, oh, whoa, whoa, it's, it's 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 and you believed in that. I mean, you what? you jumped on you jumped on that went, He won Ohio State, so all of a sudden this kid's good enough to win a national championship. That's what you believe, T. Bob. So obviously, in your opinion, Ohio, I you know. Oh, yeah. Georgia didn't play well defensively in the secondary for Shoes. So no, no, that no. That's just the way you work. That's my point. That's the way I you work, Bob.
2: I said it's not representative of Georgia because they were up 35 10 at halftime. They, they weren't playing the same defense as then they were playing against City. Like, they're not motivated in the same ways. They had the game won. Yeah. The game was over the second they returned that freaking block field goal for a
1: touchdown. Like, that's why I'm no, saying the game Georgia's was representative- over. The game was over is when you sent me that text message. That's, that's when the game was over. That's you, true. you screwed LSU. That's true. That's
2: true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know what we're referencing, I, hmm, well, now I feel okay. like I almost have to bring it up. Uh, we both had babies. They're babies of the opposite sex. I may have implied that my baby was going to have sex with his baby one day. <laughs> and uh yes, obviously one day. One the, day, football, the football gods deemed game. that a step too far as immediately LSU crumbled. But again, the point is, Mr. Distraction, that uh no, JJ McCarthy did it when the game mattered most. Georgia's weaknesses on defense were only because they already had the game won. They didn't care. They could hang know, back. I they know. could allow
1: stuff underneath. That's what I'm saying. Like it's really, is, pick, it's really diving into the weeds Yes, there. like, like this, when I yes. look
2: at Georgia, what you saw against Oregon, what you saw against Tennessee, that is more representative of the yeah. actual challenge that Ohio State's going to have to overcome. And I don't think they're going to be able to because how do they need to do it? Like Ohio State needs to be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. If you look at the first half against Michigan uh, when they were doing very well, I want to say they outrusted like 180-10. to 10 Right. And it was allowing C.J. Stroud. When you put that game purely on C.J. Stroud, um, he looked lost and he kind of struggled to create in Georgia. It's unbelievable that despite losing five first rounders and eight draft picks overall from that defense last year, that Georgia is still so talented that they should be able to put Ohio State in a similar bind. Like, I don't think Ohio State's going to be able to run the ball against Jalen Carter and company, and the trickle-down effect there is they're not going to be able to throw it either. Uh, C.J. Stroud, maybe they have more success than Tennessee did and then Oregon did, but it's not going to be consistent success. They might pop off here or there, but I don't think they can hang for a full four quarters, and you're not even asking me to cover a full seven. Ooh. I like Georgia here, dude. Yes. I like Georgia because, again, in a lot of ways, like we'll probably end up talking about, I think Georgia is a slightly better version of Michigan, and I think that um, they'll be able to exploit Ohio State in the same and better ways. Double. So, yeah, I I just I, I feel bad. I don't see it. I think I think we're going to once again be talking about Ryan Day disappointing on the big stage.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that's going to be the narrative, which is, I think, still BS, man. Like, if people act like it's so easy to win a national championship, there's only been a handful of coaches yeah. that have done it, and, and it's not easy to do. Uh, but, you know, listen, that's, that's the expectations that you put on yourself by being in a place like Ohio State. And, you know, Kirby was in a similar position last year. And it was, hey, you know, you lost SC championship game. Uh, you're facing Alabama in a rematch in the Natty. If, if you don't win now, when are you going to ever win? I think that's kind of the, the mindset now for Ohio State fans is, Hey, you've had opportunities. You haven't won. You have a a top five, top ten pick of a quarterback. You have a a you know a first rounder receiver. Give all this talent. You brought in a defensive coordinator to to fix outside the football. If you can't win this year, then when will you win? So he is in a really interesting situation right now. I, I agree with that. With it. I see the frustration, but I also you know, once again, we'll say this, like what, what coach are you going to go get on the open market? If you're Ohio state that you feel can do a better job than what coach is oh. doing right now. Like, let's just, let's take it down a notch. Let's just take yeah, a, look, a little I, bit of a and, breather.
2: And look, I, I want to be clear. I want to talk about Ryan day at this point on the big stage. It is that is not saying you need to replace or you need oh, yeah. to improve from Ryan day. Like when you look at when Ryan Day had arrived at Ohio state, that's when they actually went to the next level. Now, yes, to your point, Aaron, Urban Meyer's team managed to get it across the finish line, and ultimately in American sports, and American culture, that's kind of all we care about. And I, yep. you know, I can go on a whole show about how I disagree with a lot of that. Um, but Ryan Day's teams are more consistent than Urban Meyer's teams yep. were, especially in the offensive side of the ball. It's Ryan Day's fantastic, and it's not that you replace him or anything. Um, I mean, help! Look at Michigan sticking by Harbaugh. If anything, you double down and you give your guy a chance to kind of figure it out because you know the heights that he's occupied. I I, I think the problem um, with Ryan Day is that all that can be true and he can still have yet another disappointing loss on a major stage, right? Another close but no cigar. And a lot of times those guys end up finding a way of breaking through and it will be all the better for it for him yep. personally, to have suffered on these stages and then go win the Natty. But I just don't think it's in the cards this year. I guess if I wanted to go out of my way to craft a plan for Ohio State, and Trayvon Henderson's hurt, right? I mean, he's not yes, playing this he's game. out. Jackson yep. Smith and Jigba's not playing in this game. That
1: was a big sigh of relief. Like, when, when Jackson Smith and Jigba decided not to play in this game, and who knows the reasoning? Is he healthy? Is he not? I know there's been some – um, some some talks behind the scenes of, of why he's not playing this game, but I think it was a big cyber. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, but you also have an opportunity, like you can't tell me that you may have a little bit more faith in Ohio State if you had two of the I think two of the best three four receivers in America playing in this football game. Like that's a yeah, big, definitely. Yeah, that's a that's that's a big difference. So uh there was a, a major cyber leap from all Georgia fans when they're like, Hell yeah, let's go, go to the NFL, go get healthy, go start training, all that good stuff. Yeah, because uh,
2: you Bulldog fans are soft, and the yeah, only way you whatever. win Natties is if teams are down their best players. It's uh, hey, just you know like what? Alabama last year.
1: You know what? You train harder. You stay healthy. It's it's mm-hmm. a game of nutrition, T-Bob. If you're not on the field, you can't win games. Georgia's found a way to stay healthy, so screw yes. you. <laughs> um, all right. I, I do want to get every into why, risk why,
2: is risky. If you're risk. not on the field, you can't win games. If you're it. on the field, you're a bitch. Um, <laughs> <all> right, <so laughs> Today, why why, why
1: will Georgia have success on offense? I do want to get to that because we are – you know, we, we, everyone is so focused on, you brought it up, the strengths and the strengths, you know, Georgia has been the team that hasn't given yeah. the most points in, in five years. Ohio State scored the most points in five years, but let's talk about Georgia's offense. Why does Georgia's offense and why will Georgia's offense have success? I talked about uh, a little bit yesterday. I, I'll, I'll go first here. Okay. Ohio state has struggled against the past this year. Ohio state struggled the past two games they've played for first, first, Maryland and, and Talia, and then, you know, versus J.J. McCarthy, hey, making Tilly him look really at all yeah, yeah, he is good. I'm just saying, like, they went, they passed all over. Ohio State and Michigan, Michigan passed all over them. So Stetson and his confidence, the way he plays, the way he plays in big-time moments from the game versus Oregon to Tennessee to, to how he was lights out versus LSU uh, in the SEC Championship game, I think he's going to have an incredible football game. I think Stetson's going to have a, a – and I got a line coming out. Uh, he's going to be part of my best bets for, for FanDuel. We're going to put it out here soon. I think he's going to go and, and have an, another MVP type game. Stetson, when the lights are brightest, takes his game to an entire new level. AD Mitchell's back. He got a little bit of his feet wet versus LSU. I think you're going to see him playing a big time way, similar to what he played last year in the playoff situation. McConkie's playing well. Washington's playing well. Bowers is playing well. You talk about offensive line last yesterday for Michigan. Georgia is the number two offensive line in America. This is the most complete yeah, offense exactly. they're going to face this entire season. Georgia can run it. The running game has gotten better and better every week. They can throw the ball to high level. Stetson is playing the best football of his career. This is right now one of the best offenses in America. And you throw on top of that one of the best defenses in America. I, I don't see it happening. I, I, laid the, I laid my money out on the table already earlier this week with you. I think Georgia covers. I think Georgia wins this game by double digits. I just think they're too good on both sides. Where Ohio State is weak is where Georgia is strong. And that is a big, big problem. Ohio State is, is weak in the run game. Georgia is tremendous stopping the run. Ohio State is, is really weak in stopping the pass. Georgia has proven that they can throw the ball at an elite level week in and week out. They're going to exploit those two things and really put Ohio State into a, a bind all Saturday night. So, Give me the dogs and give me the dogs big. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's TCU Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego state, and more. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to
0: find your kind of tech. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to
2: check into the Centurion Lounge. The college football semifinals are here, and FanDuel wants you to get in on the action. What up, y'all? T-Bob from your new favorite college football show, Snaps. And check this out right now. New customers get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000. That's right, that's $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win so let's say you're like me you feel really good about the favorites like let's say you think George is going to cover that six and a half you sign up FanDuel use the promo code snaps and then look let's say you want to put $200 in go ahead and just bet that maybe you double up and if you don't you get that $200 back and free bets to play with in the future and one of the best parts about FanDuel is that you can bet it any way you want really right whether it's parlays props spreads same game parlay plus uh, live betting if you get to the game late and you still want to play it's all there for you at FanDuel and so if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Never forget, the app is easy to use, they're always hooking you up with great promotions and when you win, you get paid instantly. So download the FanDuel app today, please use the promo code SNAPS and get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 for college football. That's promo code SNAPS on FanDuel exclusively on America's number one sportsbook. Yeah, I mean, as far as Georgia's offensive success, um, I'm pretty much just in agreement with you. I mean, the Stetson factor is a thing, uh, but also, again, it all starts up front, Aaron Murray. Mm -hmm. And uh, that Georgia offensive line is a separating factor here. And let's be honest, the Ohio State defense is better, but that's kind of only because they were awful last year. And this year they've made themselves into a middle-of-the-pack Big Ten defense, which is respectable. And that's not my opinion. Like objectively, statistically, yep. they rank middle of the best. It's a bad, bad conference, so. though.
1: It's, um, it's a bad offensive conference. But whatever. It's bad
2: but whatever. So conference. so whatever. But but they're like it, they're they're a middle they're to not pack bad. defense. Maybe yes. even if you want to give them a little upper middle class, I'm fine with that. But the problem is on top of George's offensive line, it's just those tight ends, man the mismatches yeah. created there. And, and then they have enough at the skill positions, but it is Bowers in Washington. Mm-hmm. And how do you DM up? And then Stetson can even get it done with his legs. Uh, Georgia just attacks you in too many different ways. They have the experience. They've been here before. Um, I'm with you. I like both the favorites to cover, man. Uh, yeah, I think I think Georgia rolls in this one as well as Aaron holds up a um, tiny little nine and a
1: quarter inch yeah, not horned as frog, tiny as your uh, little horn frog. You're you a fraud. Inches. Don't be crawling back to me, T Bob, when 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 TCU wins the football game. I don't want to hear your you literally moment.
2: bailed on TCU every single week for the last like five weeks of the season. I don't know what sort of mental gymnastics you did <laughs> to, to suddenly convince yourself. They're going to show up and be, I don't believe in Michigan. That's you bailed why on them I don't against believe Baylor. You it's bailed less... on them against Kansas yeah. state. Like I mean... every single pick down the stretch you went against TCU yeah. and now you go back. Uh, I don't, I don't understand it. I love it though. Um, all right. So that is, we've done it boys. We have previewed the playoff. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this. You know, we love doing snaps every day. Um, please, please, please. You want to help us grow the show, uh, wherever you're listening to your podcast, please rate and review it. That helps push it out through the robots. Uh, also on YouTube, the volumes where YouTube channel, like subscribe to the channel. That too helps please the algorithmic gods, um, a massive thank you to our excellent um, team here with uh, uh, Pat Gunner, Paulie Walnuts, Ryan Brumley, Danny Cardenez, um Papa Colin. They're at the volume for giving us a chance. And FanDuel for bankroll. Everything. Shout out FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS if you're signing up. FanDuel promo code SNAPS. Ooh, college football. Bowl. To me, it really kicked off last night. Very excited to watch this weekend's games and be on the lookout tomorrow as uh, we will be releasing a new episode of Best Bets. And I don't like, I love my plays for this weekend. So we'll talk to you then. Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow here on Snaps.